Welcome along to Crunching Gears, Season 1, Episode 11, Part 2. This episode, we speak again to James Cullen. James tells us about his career from 89 onwards. Those two exciting Donegal Rally 1s, his one in Cork 20, and much more besides. I'd just like to take a moment to thank you all for all your kind comments regarding our previous interview, and delighted that you enjoyed it. And there is a new leader, James Cullen. Quite excited. Quite a new thing, you know, and it was nice to be up there for a change, isn't it? Well, now, of course, the other news is that Billy Coleman is in a perfectly healthy metro and absolutely charging back up the field, albeit uh, maybe four or five minutes behind. Can you deal with that sort of pressure? Depends on how first sort of pace we set this evening. We're meaning to try and finish the event now, and like, second will be a good result for us, even, even behind Coleman, but you never know. It's indeed happiness in the hills for Mark and Terry Harriman and Ford's third tarmac win in a row, but it's not been easy. It's um, been one of the hardest rallies that I've ever had to do. It's fantastic, the road's very fast. Thankfully it stayed dry, so um, that was a bit of a help for us really. And what about the Donegal stages? Did you enjoy them? Yeah, incredible. Really fantastic. I mean, they must be the fastest tarmac stages in the world, I would think. I've never driven on roads so fast. And that really is a big challenge for us. So uh, it was a real experience and I'm really chuffed to come out with a win. Well, you, you've got to win first time out, but it's, uh, that's not a new experience for you, Terry. Third time victory in Donegal, I believe. Yes, uh, Donegal's been very... I've always liked Donegal, and it seems to like me. Um, it's the third win. Seven outings, three wins in two seconds. Uh, not a bad record. Yeah. How, how does this one compare with the other two victories? Just as good. Just as good. Um, maybe more satisfying at my time of life. And the champagne's going to taste just as sweet? Better. <laughs> The professionals have won the day, and the vast crowds in Letterkenny have two heroes. If is a big word in rallying, but if the Friday hold-ups had not occurred, anyway, James is pleased to be home. Uh, it's really super coming back into one's own hometown and seeing all these people here rooting for you, you know, and it's made a big difference all weekend, especially after the first day. It was a bit disappointing. And, do you, do you uh, notice things like that whenever you're on the stages? <clears> I mean, can you hear the people cheering you on? You, today you could hear them and you could see them coming out and the hands up and it was really it just helps motivate you of course like because but um, it's been a good rally and it's been really well organized and it's just typical Donegal rally the best well James pinch yourself you're the winner of the Donegal International Rally yes it's still a bit hard to believe but uh, I think it's just difficult at times there to keep back the tears coming up the road all the emotion coming out all the, the tension this last few days um, we've tried so hard this time, we've came so close so often and it's just great to get there in the end of it. You've been so much part of this rally, you've been clerk of the course, you've won your class in it before. Do you ever dream this moment would come? I think everyone involved here dreams of something like that, like this is my hometown, home county. I've ran the rally, I've been involved with the motor club for 10 years now and I think to come now that, that puts the icing on the cake. And Ellen, you know the sacrifice this man has made for rallying. Uh, at this moment, I can see the tears <laughs> welling there a little bit. Uh, I think James has said it all, really. There's so many people who've helped to get us here today. And I think this win is as much for them as it is for us. James has tried so hard over the years, and there's been a lot of if-onlys. We've nearly won it two or three times. To actually do it at last is absolutely super. Give him a big handshake there. Absolutely fabulous. <laughs> 
brilliant end to a season that's brought so much. I think it's always nice to win, but to come first overall, not just in the class, the whole thing, I think is absolutely wonderful. Tremendous. So just to recount again the trophies that you've got this year. <laughs> well, we've won the uh, overall Group N Championship from the tarmac, uh, Dunlop Tarmac Series. And we've also come second overall in the championship, I believe, as runner-up. And here we've come first overall and first in Group N. So a few pots to go home with, I think. They'll they'll smile about that one. They'll be sitting in Isle of Man, which we missed out on for a couple of years, and we eventually got it this year as well. So we're really pleased with that. Well, a high to end the year on, but what of next year? That's a $64 question, as I say. Um, uh, hopefully all the association will continue, but it's too early to say what will happen yet. Popular wins don't come any more popular than this one. James Cullen has fulfilled his dream of becoming the first Donegal driver to win the Shell Donegal International Rally twice. Ellen Morgan has helped him every inch of the way. A beautiful example of history repeating. James has had to wait eight years for those magic Letterkenny moments to rematerialize. came here we knew we could be on the hunt we felt ourselves we could be on the pace we have been in the past and um, but after Friday we, I definitely thought it was, we lost it we dropped the ball you know but the pace was such you just never know everyone's going so quick everyone's gambling everybody's going flat out like absolutely brilliant to watch and fantastic to be involved in. Danny Goal never needs an excuse for a party but there's going to be some party tonight. You could be sure of that. Uh, I, like and then uh, we call him Roger Clark Motorsport. Or, no, sorry, not Roger Clark. David Sutton Motorsport. David Sutton was 80. Yes. Aye, that was what were 80. Where are you? Uh, that was 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come along. I think George had bought a Manta at that stage. I think we'd done Galway in the Manta. Oh, sorry, right yeah, sorry, yeah, you're right. Yes. And uh, I'd overheated going to the first stage or going to the second stage. I can't remember. Right, but yes. That was that. And uh -huh. then came about through Shell uh -huh. and David Sutton. Uh, David Thomas. Was the Shell Motorsport guy, like who worked along with Jimmy McRae and Lovell and put all those packages together? We are all there at British Grand Prix, we are in Senna and with Joey Dunlop. Uh -huh. uh, and he was the guy who made Donegal what it was for those years. Mm -hmm. To a point, like, because he brought he brought the stars to Donegal, Shell paid for them. Right. So they brought the Lovells, the Lovellans, the mm -hmm. Fishers, the McRae's. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh, and they brought, remember the Audis and... Oh, yes, that's right. But they brought Lovell and they brought Llewellyn. And, uh -huh. uh, and obviously they were big-time backers of uh, Bertie Fisher at that Fisher. time and uh -huh. all that sort of thing. Yes. And then we, we got onto that. And, like We used to get a, a few wee bits off them. Uh -huh. But they were that... Uh, David was that pissed off with what happened in Donegal the previous year. Uh -huh. He says, right, I'll put up a car for you for Donegal the right. following year. Right. And he did, uh -huh. and we got um, we got the Sutton car. I think it was one of the other hydrogen cars or something like that. Ah, it was, a, from my, it was a kind of a heavy gravel car. That was okay. the right. way, and it was a gravel engine, was it? Right. 
but it was free. Oh yeah, <laughs> you weren't going to turn your nose up. <laughs> oh, so you weren't going to turn your nose up at that. Like, you know, uh, but then, so that was. Uh, then we created a we created a right good drama that year as well. So <laughs> we were doing a shakedown on the Wednesday, and um, John Bevan was a guy who ended up went on to be one of the main engineers with Hyundai when they came in after that with their first World Rally cars. Okay, yeah. He was sitting in, and we were. <laughs> We were up doing a bit of a shakedown and so on, and then all done, everything grand. Tires were getting well knackered, so mm-hmm. that's what he says. I just back now to the start again, and we'll do this, and we'll mm-hmm. get packed up, and we'll go. So, of course, on the way back, we're coming sailing, not paying enough attention, didn't we? Slide the thing off on the way back. Oh, crazy. And it spun on top of that, like a, a hedge. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a hedge, like there was a couple of fence posts, but there were no great harm done, and it right. was kind of slowing up speed. Yes. But it sat there, and it sat, and it sat, all right, and then it just fell over and sailed and rolled oh. into the field. Oh, Christ. And it was in Rothman's colours at the time, if you yes. remember. Uh-huh. So, and this is before the sticker, boys. Yes. Everything was painted. Oh, uh. So oh. it was all hands on deck, and for all body panels to come uh-huh. out. Daventhray were put on a jeep, and they were sent to Donegal, and down to Jerry Lynch's, and the boys worked all night, and uh-huh. had her... Fix for scrutiny the next day. Right. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> there's always a, there's always a bit of a drama sometimes. Uh, <laughs> no, don't, you don't make it easy on yourself. Uh, I'm not even doing this thing simple, is it? No. <laughs> but, but I uh, think we end up we end up third. Yeah. Well, one of the in the Toyota, I think, was very second. Ah, you second. Can't remember. We we end up third anyway. So. Like, and uh, was that a lucky third, do you think? Yeah. Uh, here, Benson stopped. Aye, Benson right. stopped. Uh, uh-huh. I think he stopped late on, didn't he? He stopped late on on Sunday, I was a distributor yeah. or something like that. Like, that. That was the following year that he had the bullet. I mean, they were having the big battle of Bertie and Austin, and Benson was actually aye. leading a good bit of the time. That was my first rally in the pink car. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Aye, that was 1994. Uh, that was. What rally? Aye. <laughs> Yeah. We were um blew the turbo in the first stage. I lost three minutes or something. Which wasn't so bad. No, the next stage then when the boys put on the turbo and at uh, at at the airlock. Right. So the, the next stage was that big stage way over Big Lenty's big big long stage too. Right. And we had to keep switching her off and letting her free wheel and everything to get her and right. anyway. Drop three minutes, so it should be left there and from stage three to stage sixteen we were quickest. Right. On every stage, uh-huh. I took eleven out of everybody in Nakala. I want to know, remember that because I watched the video about a year ago. <laughs> I know that RPM thing and yes. comes back on again. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it says we took eleven seconds out of everybody. And but anyway, I remember that. I remember we were quickest in it for thirteen stages in a row. Uh-huh. So we were. We're going nowhere. We're back up on the fourth. Like, but, but you know, so Stanley, just, Austin, Bertie, mm-hmm. and Vincent. We're at it, Hummer and Tongs. Hummer like, and Tongs, so we're like, sure. Seven or eight seconds. Uh-huh. I think it was eight seconds covered them for like two Aye. days. Leading by five seconds, I think. Something uh-huh. like that, halfway yeah. through Saturday or something like that. Like, yeah. you know, uh-huh. we were doing the times and we should yeah. have been, in, you know, and, and uh, it was just a shame not to be in the mix. Yes. Not uh-huh. to be in the battle because it, like, it was some battle. Uh-huh. And sure, remember to this day then about the time, about the road penalties and the. That's right, yeah. I, I, the whole, the, you know, I, I, the whole thing yeah. that happened, mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and uh, 
we were just onlookers, like we were just taking up, we were just a rear guard to the whole thing. Like, so, but that, like, it must have been uh, amazing to be, was, like, you know, uh, as you say, you know, four killers in that mix would have been aye. something else, wasn't it? Yeah, so, particularly when you're one of them, like, you know, uh, you just feel a bit, but uh, uh, that's the way it is. Uh, like, it was such a fantastic aye. event, and yeah, will be one of them that always be looking back in aye. years to come. Aye, but they're, like, they're the share some of the. You know, well, we would see them as the great Donegal's probably because we were there. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe that's it too. That's the way you think and all, but it was, uh-huh. it was a great, it was a great era. Yeah, absolutely. And then ninety-one, the sun, the sun goes shone on that year. <laughs> aye, 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 aye. The, 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 well, we broke a duck. Uh huh. we broke a duck, aye, which was like a mm-hmm. When you th- when you think, go back to the very start and going to do Donegal for the first time. Aye. Being COC, being. Uh-huh. Marshall, you know, everything, uh, everything about your home rally, and then yes. actually, to, to actually eventually won uh-huh. it. Yes, you know that something didn't always happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you didn't want it, like you know. And, but I think we had a, but enough. There were a few dramas that year too. Didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> but then Bertie went off. They Bertie done his final job. Then eventually, That's right? Yes. Aye, but there, I was great for you. I think it was four seconds and going to fan it then. Aye, because you were having some battle that year too. Uh, it, was, it was a great uh-huh. battle for and It's just a shame it didn't go far, go on for longer. Like, you know. Uh-huh. Yes. I think that must have been, must have been Sunday difficult too. Like, you had a, like two minutes or three minutes yeah. going into Sunday. Like, you're about to hear every crack and bang in the car. Of course things. you do, because like we, we were just expecting, because that was our farm up to that, that someone would go wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, someone always did, kind of nearly went wrong, like, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, I remember coming to the end of High Glen, or, uh, High Glen, Derry Laggy. High Glen, Derry, Derry Laggy was the last stage. Right. A big, big, big fast finish, like we came in there at the Viaduct in Creaselick, and, and uh, I said it was an amazing feeling, and coming back to... Uh-huh. Going back to the Mount Eric again, and like yes. and actually ha- having actually won the rally, like uh-huh. yeah. I like that thing that you've been going to for basically all I, your life, you know, mm. and the, the champagne and the music, you know, the pipe band playing for you, leading you over the ramp. It's pretty special. Uh, well, it, yeah, it, we do you know we weren't at the races eighty four, eighty five because the car wouldn't have been there. But eighty six, we actually led the rally. Uh huh. But you're never going to beat a metro. But no, but all the years eighty eight for Lovell and the other things, and then. What happened to you know, we won it, but sure, and uh, mm-hmm. you know what, and, and uh, we're only the second, obviously, Donegal person to do it. Along with we're mm-hmm. up the, along with Vincent, and that then sure it was, yes. that was that like, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've got there actually. I meant to mention was the Manx in 1990. Like uh, Bertie was having his <laughs> day in the sun too, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. I come to a proper. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yourself and uh, this young. Upstart <laughs> Scottish guy Colin McRae were having some Aye. battle that weekend too. I think it's one of the fastest rallies and probably one of the best ones uh-huh. that I've ever done. Like you know, right. I, I regarded the same as Donegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, to this day, I've said it's different people. I've never seen marks on the road like it. No, mm-hmm. for skid marks, brake marks, and it was like hell for leather for the four days and it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody at Hanlon's Colin went off. Uh-huh. We got a puncher. Bertie had his famous incidents, yeah. and Brooks didn't make a mistake, and he won the rally. Uh, he just was the one that kept his nose clean. <clears> and he got away with that handle, and then it was on at the start of Little London after Bertie had the puncher, uh-huh. where, where he had to go up in the curb, you know, when he missed the van. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, oh, of course, stewards meetings, everything, and a whole mm-hmm. handling that night, too. Yeah. Uh, Brooks wouldn't start the stage to make sure if Bertie got rope penalties or not. Right. 
and he was instructed a couple of times to start and of course we were behind him so we couldn't start the stage. Yes. And they waited and once you once you seen Bertie's car appeared and he went in. Mm-hmm. And then that's the, that's up that wee narrow bit little run ends were you know Yes, all I the stress and the pressure then Bertie knocked the wheel and got mm-hmm. the puncher and and, and uh mm-hmm. Brooks won the rally like you know. Yeah. Uh, it was such you know like Bertie for many years had tried to win the Manx and like Aye. they, he was dominating that weekend. Really, that, you know, that, that, was, that was his weekends. Like, and uh-huh. it was a real, real good battle. Like, cause I remember yes. going back to Rory and chatting about it. I say, I, I think we had, we all kind of shared the. Everybody had a kind of nearly equal share of the fastest times. Right. The person who didn't make a mistake won the rally. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like we had all ten or twelve or whatever it was fastest times each. Okay. Like he could have been fastest or second fastest or fourth fastest. Aye, and and only two or three seconds. And a real cracker event and doing it at night, you know, uh-huh. the night stages. Yes. No, oh, yeah. I, I really like. I I loved it. I, I like mm-hmm. it. And like as I say, McRae was in his infancy at that stage. McRae was on like he was just he. The the big problem was that year. Colin had to get a B seed out of the Manx. He had to finish third. Right, right. Because he had got the deal Bailed for Rally GB for mm-hmm. the four-wheel drive car. Yes. And, and that's what getting higher up the field then, yes. I, and so he had to have a seeding okay. for Rally GB, so it was seriously, uh-huh. seriously important. Mm-hmm. He got on, and then, of course, he did a call, and he went off, and he had a puller somewhere else. And, <laughs> uh, we got a puncher somewhere, and... and um, Kind of messed up with that. We could have went a lot quicker on it, but we nursed it way, way too. You know, right? Just been a privateer, afraid of someone else happening. I'm breaking something else or whatever. Breaking someone else and all, all that sort of thing. And then three stages from the end, then we nearly had him, and the prop shelf went. <laughs> we just cruised her to the finish, like yes. nobody. But it was, um, it was. Ah, just no hell of a battle, like uh-huh. yes. hell of a battle. And uh, Colin remembered it, mentioned it afterwards, and. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and down the years, you'd always come over and have a chat with you, and uh-huh. you know there was that little that uh, respect yeah, we, thing again. And, that, you know, like, that's, that's kind of respect. Right, after was... all the years, you don't take much out of it, but that's probably mm-hmm. your best memory is is having uh, respect of the guys who were your heroes, mm-hmm. your competitors. Like uh, you know, for a, a guy, that, for somebody like Colin that went on to achieve so much, uh, to still uh, hold that uh, weekend in such high uh, regard, you know that means. And so we followed, you know, we followed his career then for the rest of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for so on. And funny enough, I was the year he won the world championship, but in Rally GB, where it was down at the race course. Well, uh-huh. the race course was. But oh, uh, no, no, uh, forget now anyway. Yes. And he did all the donuts and stuff. Yes. I remember, like uh-huh. uh, I was doing gravel notes for somebody that year for well, it was a Michelin plate, but yes. it was for Vauxhall, like you know. Okay, right, yes. And uh, we were lucky enough then to be in myself and Ian Granrod was with me. We were in the stand. Oh right, yes. Uh-huh. Well, you know, and in the spectator stand at the yes. at the finish and all that, like, and, uh-huh. and uh, just to be there to be part of that, like you know. Was, just to be there in the stand and see it all happen, I, I can say. Because it's okay. iconic now every time you I, see I, it. I know that's why, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Being a wrist there. <laughs> Being a wrist there, like, you know. <laughs> oh, so, then in the the early 90s, well, sort of, sort of, around about 93, uh, you won Group N. Mm. Um, I suppose, like, the, the top Group A cars now were getting into silly money at this stage. So you, you revert it back to Group N. <laughs> And I, the first year, you had a very successful year. Like, Group N, they were a hard car to drive because they were so unreliable, but you were on the podium 
good few times throughout the year. And Aye, they were, uh, Cork 20 then. They were, Aye, they, were, they were fragile enough, Carrick, obviously, because yeah. they were group M. Like, yes. And that came about through um, David Thomas as well. Right. Uh, I had bought a Sierra Cosworth, I think, and we're trying to do a de- we're trying to buy Alistair McRae's car of David. We had a couple of meetings at Manchester Airport, blah, 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 and it didn't work out anyway, so thought that's that's it again and then they started that Shell scholarship thing at oh, that yes. time yes uh-huh. uh, with Martin Rowe wasn't it or Johnny Ma- Martin Rowe the first year I think so uh... I, and then Gundaf came with the Vecta car remember the black one oh yeah uh-huh. I, they had a big sponsors from that and there was money from Ford and SBG were building and running his car that's right yeah uh-huh. uh, so then Dave Thomas rang me up and he says can you come up uh, I'm going to such such a place on next whatever day it was can mm-hmm. you meet me at Manchester airport at between 10 and 12 and Tuesday, whatever it was. Uh-huh. Yep, no problem. We might be able to do something. So long story short again, uh, it says, can you get your hands? Could you manage to buy an Escort Cosworth? Mm-hmm. It says, if you do, we'll build her and we'll come on board. And at that stage, we were down the road a bit with Buckler for the first time. Okay, yes. So they were putting some money in and they were bringing them on board. But, we, you know, but... It, uh, on their own, it was going to be no good. Mm-hmm. It was going to be that, that, you know, we were trying to sell them a championship, but we probably couldn't do two rallies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I got the car of Phil Connells. Uh, never saw the car. Brand new, white, mm-hmm. RS, because yeah. of the time. So that went mm-hmm. to SPG. And we just got, but it was just ready in time for the Circuit of Ireland. Mm-hmm. So it was the debut in Ireland of the RS, even though it was Group N, but still the, uh-huh. RS Causer was debuted and we finished third in the circuit and, yes uh, Shell ran that SBG ran that car that year and that was a proper mm-hmm. we had our own with a couple of our own guys involved we had a team manager we had a coordinator on the rally we had a gravel crew we had mm-hmm. proper and we had the money yes and so we did all the rallies and uh, every rally from the circuit and third in the circuit uh-huh. Second in Killarney, and they broke two gearboxes. <laughs> <laughs> Third uh-huh. in Donegal, uh-huh. uh, sixth in the Manx. Aye, and, and that, that one Group N as well. Aye, the one Group N, one one that, for, for Group N, uh-huh. got the B seeding. Uh-huh. And then the, 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 the last one then was uh, Cork, and Cork, uh-huh. Cork with the championship one. Yes. And so we still had Cork to do, so we were let off the leash completely. And uh-huh. it was a real bad slippy weekend as Cork can be mm-hmm. so it suited the car a wee bit better like it wasn't as sore in the car if you know what I mean yes uh, we won that so mm-hmm. that was a, that was a big thing and we're only the third I was only the second person in the world then to win a rally and a group N car mm-hmm. and the third one was only there a number of years ago actually that guy Alexei Alexei Lukanok. oh right yes uh-huh. the, the, the mad Russian guy yes was, uh-huh. doing the European Championship uh-huh. he, he won a European round and uh, Group N car and uh, an Evo 10 Group right. N car yes so there's one of, one of the Ericsons uh-huh. on the Ivory Coast and a Group okay. N car mm-hmm. one year uh, was World Championship for manufacturers or something right yes no, no, the drivers turned up okay so he ended up he ended up one of them that was a Group N Mazda mm-hmm. uh, my one and yes. Alexi, that's, that, uh-huh. that's the three. Yeah, that's the three we know of now. Uh-huh. I know of, I mean. Yes, that's amazing. Oh God, isn't it? I, 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 I was still a, a decent entry for it. Liam McCallaghan was there. And oh, well, Frank Maher, like, I was Frank in the Group A car. And yes. I was like, 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, that's mm-hmm. Frank down there now. It took a lot of, you know. Aye. He was like, if you beat him, you were beating most people. So <laughs> yes. it wouldn't really matter who turned up, like if he was there. Uh-huh. So you, you defended the Group M title the following year, but like it was probably there was more Group A cars and they were getting faster. Like you were still getting the Group N ones, but the overall results probably weren't as good. Oh, you know, we, so. uh, that year, funny, Buckter came and got more involved uh-huh. that year, and, and the cars' colours were changed to blue and yellow and all their mm-hmm. colours and everything, and, and uh, we got off to a real bad start, like, and it was just a bit of a disaster a year. Mm-hmm. First couple of rallies, and then it was just a matter of cruising around to make sure right, we won the title at the end up. Like right. we couldn't mm-hmm. not win it, but yes, uh, we went to Galway, mm-hmm. and we changed people. There's somebody else looking after the car from okay. the previous year, mm-hmm. and uh, we were no shakedown or anything like that. The first stage was first mile or so it was brutally fast, like but it was very wet. So we had the idea. Well, this is like. This is, suit this car, let's we're going to have a bit of a crack at this. And from mm-hmm. the flag drop, we were at it. Yes. But what happened was they changed the put a different type of pad in the back of it. Right. And we only had it out the roadbed and it didn't like it with no driving on it. So first mm-hmm. time I braked after about three quarters of a mile and was a while fast into a kind of a medium corner. Just like pulling on the handbrake. Right. Ah, oh, Jesus, just like pulling on the handbrake. Oh. Different mm-hmm. I discovered afterwards that they put a different type of pad to what I was used with in okay. the back and it wasn't mm-hmm. bad. It just that. So yes. on that break. So long story short, we had a bike spin, and we just clipped one of those Galway walls with mm-hmm. an obviously that with a rack, and they just nipped the the thing. And and then uh, one of the guys actually ran in from the start of the stage and put a track control arm on, <laughs> or whatever was needed at yes. that time to get us going again. But sure, uh-huh. that stage was uh, time was going. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the circuit, mm-hmm. and we were light about eighth or someone coming out of. Out of the north, we mm-hmm. landed down Sligo and it started to snow. <laughs> we come out of Don Gannon and it started to snow that year while yes. the middle of the night, you know, right. That's right, yes. Aye. So we were second quickest in every stage. They were, well, we were actually quickest as we thought, but there was a guy running back in a Corolla. When the stages started to thaw out, there were two tracks out of them and he actually was quickest in a couple of stages. Okay, <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, we were second going into the Paltry Mountains. Uh-huh. Uh, started to dry up and we were racing with Frank and John Price in the Metro. Mm-hmm. A couple of stages on there and the dry and the times are okay, so we thought, okay, that's we're happy enough with us. You know, we just uh, we can do that. We can do the times. We can uh-huh. we can do it on the on the good tarmac as well, so we're happy enough. And it was um, we had Brian Patterson's notes because we weren't allowed to recce that okay. year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, bike delay at the start of the stage. I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes later, someone woke right. up and went into the stage, come up, and there's one or two of Brian's terms uh, are the same as mine. Okay. The same wording, but they mean different things. Oh, right, yes. So I come up to this crest, and I heard, I think it was Pat K, right? I don't know what it was, I know you're uh-huh. over the crest, and it was like a hairpin right or something like that. Okay, I, you were doing your loop. Your your mm-hmm. Slid up on top of the hedge. Mm-hmm. No drive, no spectators, no nothing. Oh. So that was the first two rallies, no score. Yes. So we had to go to Killarney then, and we were running number one in Killarney behind oh. Bertie, and we had to cruise the thing up and Bertie pass it up the gap and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But uh, we, we, we got around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gall, we got a new anti-lag thing, which, and from Munchen for Group N cars and all that at the time. Mm-hmm. It was new. 
and sure the thing stopped about 15 times over the done over the rally and we and uh-huh. long story short we we, we we got it off on our way to win the group and championship, championship. Uh-huh. but just so but then you, you built into built her up to Group A then for the following season. Aye, for the following season then we said we go Group A. So mm-hmm. it was Andy Brown did the job actually, and, and there was a guy that he knew used to do the shells for Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he sent the shell out to him, and he done it at his home place, like his own place at night. Okay. And I went in, and I got all the suspensions and big square back beams and everything and brakes. Right. From Malcolm Olsen from John Steele. Uh-huh. Out of uh there was Canicchio spares from Monte Carlo. Okay, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they would have had about six or seven vans because they had to leapfrog over the mountains because it was open service. Okay, Every van yes. was stocked with everything. Uh-huh. So I bought the all the suspension springs, arms, front arms, back arms, brakes, everything uh-huh. yes. you could get from uh from John Steele from Malcolm at that time and that's uh-huh. how the car was built, but right. Uh, the bogey was we couldn't afford the money to put the seven-speed boxer in the big front duffer. Oh yes, uh-huh. uh, and that was the Achilles heel of the car. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that like, was a like box, was, uh, box was seventeen thousand at that stage, mm-hmm. and we were lucky. Got a box in of uh, Roger and R and D six-speed box, like okay, in about seven grand, say like you know, right? Like, yes, so it was uh, expensive. Roger, but, uh, yeah, Roger wanted to push this thing at the time, but mm-hmm. so we ran with a group in front duff on that box, and that was the uh-huh. one of the week. Like particularly on dry days, like it definitely was we Achilles. But the car was big six pot calibers, big brakes in the front of it. Yes. Could stop, like, but you couldn't, uh-huh. uh, you couldn't just lean on it. You couldn't it get around a hairpins, you couldn't really you know, you had a feather you know, I had to watch it just like a bit uh-huh. like that. But I guess that, that all that power uh, going through the definitely uh, was gonna be uh, strong, wasn't it? Yeah. So we we had that car up to ninety eight, like that was ninety five. Uh, yeah. Like that must have been some error rally and like, you look at it, you know, your Fisher, McHugh, Nesbitt, mm. you know, and just to name three of them, never mind all the rest. Like, mm. that, that was glory days, you know, for a certain generation, isn't it? You know, you oh, see. it was. And, and I, we managed to do the circuit in that car. Uh-huh. And we did Killarney in that car, mm-hmm. as well as a couple of Donegal's in it. Like, you know, uh-huh. so, you know, at that stage, we probably could only afford two rallies a year. So we right. mm-hmm. picked the circuit because that was the year we got the Yorkie thing and the Ranger thing. So we got okay. them the circuit. Uh-huh. Because you had TV every night. Yes. You had a TV program every oh, night. No, for it, like, guy, this was good for the sponsors. Yeah. And then obviously Donegal was our home rally, and and that and uh, I think it was the two rallies that year. And then mm-hmm. maybe we did Killarney, and Donegal, something like that. Only up to uh-huh. yes. Oh, mm-hmm. seventy-eight or seventy-nine did that car go to then? Before. And uh, sorry, in ninety-nine then. I. I know. Really I, I, oh, I ninety-nine. I ninety-nine. I got till about then. Ninety-nine then was. Um, Kenny's car, aye, uh-huh. aye, which was like they, they were the business. Aye, like you know, you'd been racing <clears> these super uh, super used for years mm. to finally get your hands on one. Aye, like and then we could, been... we, yeah, we could get one, we could hire. Yes. So that suited us because we couldn't really afford to buy one. I didn't. I didn't say you to buy a car. Aye, couldn't. You know, you know mm-hmm. And um, Kenny got a really, really. It was Freddie Dor's car. Right. And it came over from Pro Drive, and it was like. Super car, mm-hmm. and we at first abs we got it and we did Kevin and it. Me and Rory did Kevin actually, mm-hmm. uh, as a shakedown with it, and then the famous Donny Galland. Aye, and like was so it, it was, was, it was it a, a really big, nice car. I was there a, like a real difference between it and the super or the S. Ah, there, there was surely. Like, I remember mm-hmm. going out for a shakedown on it in Brina. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and I had a Tony Kelly in, like, and uh, you know, and then uh, Tony wouldn't be a rally co driver, but he's been about cars for years, like, and was mm-hmm. sat on the main test and stuff like that. Yes, and I remember his worst part of the first run. It's just you know, when you're wasting your time in all the car. <laughs> I was just like, no, yes. no, no grey area. Just no, there's no, no, no think like about that. it. Uh-huh. I, I just, they were great cars. Yes. They were like the people used to ask you about them, what were they like? Mm-hmm. Uh, it says it's like the ad for the run seal on the TV. It does exactly what it says in the tongue. Right, yes. Uh-huh. It did everything. Lovely driving position, stopped, mm-hmm. handbraked, turned in, did everything. Uh-huh. Caused you no grief. Yes. Drive it whatever way you wanted to drive it, like a Mark II Escort if you wanted. Uh-huh. It really was, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, slided about, but mm-hmm. it just was an, an full of confidence. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it was just comfortable, and you can see like, and when you watch some of those stuff that Colin and Saints used to be out on them, like you can mm-hmm. understand. Yeah, I, even that in car, there's not in car there of you. I think it's the Overbrina. Aye, and like it is just. That's, like, the, that's after the Hamlin got up on the first stage. Aye, <laughs> yeah, aye, the, 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 obviously the, aye, the blood. Aye, was we up. never make it. We never make it easy. No, but the blood was obviously up. But like, oh, you watch aye. that in car, like, it's phenomenal, isn't it? Like, the, aye, well, we, we, we dropped in I we got a bunch in the first stage, so we dropped 30, 40 seconds. I don't know what we dropped, someone uh-huh. like that. Like, so, yes. uh, there was only Friday, so what else could you do? Like, but just <laughs> I get the balls up on the dash and go and see what you could do. Like, and yes. uh-huh. see how the whole thing banned out. Like, and uh-huh. you still had to hope for all the things to go wrong. Like, but you know, so we did it. And, but wasn't that a crazy rally? Like, yes, but he went off on that same stage. He uh-huh. a puncher, was a he went off and he lost. I don't know. We got a really good scene again, but uh, that was, was, was my fault now. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a stage we'd never done before, and very fast X, and I could I was catching, I could see Eamon in front of me, Eamon Bold. Right. I was up this flat right-hander, and of course when you're in the wreck here, very fast, really, really fast place, but you had to be you're always right. on the left-hand side of the road because you couldn't no, wee crest in it, just enough to hide it. I'm sure I, I looked up, saw him, and then caught myself on. And, but at that stage, it was in, and, and I tucked in nice and just a wee bit too tight, and there was a stone oh. at the edge. Like I, I can, if you see the in-car camera, you can actually see the bloody thing. Right. We, <laughs> never, saw it, we never saw it in the wreck because no. we are obviously looking at anybody Aye. coming over the crest or whatever. Like, yes. So that was, uh-huh. so it, that was, a, that was not a great weekend, sure. Mm-hmm. That was happens on Saturday, then didn't aye, it? And, and you know, it just turned the whole rally of his head, didn't it? Yeah, we're all at it, and then Bertie nipped the way he done the same thing. He nipped the stone end down that uh-huh. left hander and found it way turning at the junction, then slid off two corners later. Like, yeah, uh-huh. that was just a rally. That was, that was the pace of the rally. Yeah. Like, we're all that's what we're doing. We're uh-huh. we couldn't have went any higher. We're going, that was it. That was proper, that's what proper racing's about. Just you're on the limit, and that's it. And, Mm-hmm. You have to be lucky that you get away it doesn't go wrong. Aye, sometimes it yeah, it works for you and sometimes it doesn't. Aye, you know? sometimes it works and sometimes mm-hmm. that was our weekend, so Aye. Uh-huh. You know, and like, again to come away with the one again, like it was just fantastic mm-hmm. again. Like it was you know, probably the first one it's not going you know, the second one's not, wasn't going to be a sweep, but it was still a fantastic event to come away with. Oh, it's, uh, it's still sweet. Uh, one and is, is always sweet. Sweet. I one and done it all is like and then as I say, we made it difficult for ourselves to do it as well again. Like, and uh-huh. uh, no, it was great, and it was great reward for all the people that backed us and for Kenny and mm-hmm. all the things that 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 he did. Like, and and um, mm-hmm. no, sure, not, nothing beats one. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which is nothing beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> but that was the end of an era then with that car then really. Like. That's it. You know, you were back the following year in the same car, but by that stage Nesbitt had got the world car and like No, so what they, they moved into that P thousand and it was a different generation uh, anyway, yeah. like it, it uh-huh. moved on and sort of was yeah. what was two and a half seconds a mile quick enough, so that's twenty five seconds, twenty, twenty five seconds a stage, so you wish uh, the time. I like, so, and you were probably we done all that year and we had a couple of right good goals for about uh-huh. like ten, ten or twelve stages and this is well lot no point in us doing something stupid now for... Uh, you're not going to get any better than second, then. No, we're in front of Frank and we're beating everybody that we could think we could beat, but we're, uh-huh. no way, that's the year under, the, all the fastest times. Like, uh-huh. uh, he just did that to keep his concentration right. Like, yeah. Just uh-huh. like a steam door. Uh-huh. And you were probably driving as well, if not better, than the previous I, I year. I was driving away, away, away this other thing now, to be honest, because uh-huh. we're beating Frank and mm-hmm. Gardy and, yeah. you know, there are a lot of right... Good drivers there, good cars. There too, yeah, so, mm-hmm. so we definitely were not hanging about like no, there was no way. It just shows you just how quick the, the, the worm turned, you know, from That's the group A car to the world car. It's just technology, because like group A car was 95 spec. Yes. This was 2000 spec, so mm-hmm. you equate it to the same thing today. Like He had the ultimate car at that time. Aye, and, and, and uh, he can drive it. Oh, absolutely. You can't take it away from the man. Yet. Oh, you, you know, that's it. So there's no way you're going to beat somebody that good in cars that, no. that good, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like so, you need all, you need to be everything to go your way to beat them in any car, uh, and an equal car. Equal know, that's car, aye, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. So I, know, I was just that era then. Aye, I just looking over the stats then. So like from '86 to 2000, you started 45 tarmac championship events. Right, just that's good, but. Uh-huh. But you know, I wish like, I had the money for them. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's even counting your time, you know, and like the the Civic and all that. Right. Kind yes. Of, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And 23 podiums out of that. Right. That, that's uh, it's so consistent, isn't it? Like in the, the group mm. N car, or not, you know, like that is mm. that that speaks volumes. And like mm. you know, very few retirements. You know, a couple of times maybe transmission problems, things like that. Uh, as we discussed earlier with the group A car, and I think only maybe two accidents really that whole time. Like you were, uh, you were fast. I would but, but I can't remember. You know, with few scrimmages, but we. Mm-hmm. Didn't go out of too many rallies as an accident, did we? In, in no, a, no, that's oh. what I say. Like you know, like there was wee maybe wee scrapes and things, but nothing, mm. nothing major. Like that speaks volumes for the talent you obviously had too. That you know you were not only fast but very consistent with it as well too. So. I and then like from our point of view, and myself and Alan went through this different times. George and that and Joe, like we we mm-hmm. we were competing against the best of the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and that's what we were about really, and. and uh, that was, uh, that's what makes it good. Mm-hmm. Same as whatever sport you're in, if you play at the high, at whatever level you can and you're com- yeah. competing against the best that there is around you, then... Yeah, if you're Man United, you want to be playing Man City or whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you don't want to be playing... Yeah. Yeah, you're playing for Dublin yeah. or whatever the story is, like yes. if you're doing it that at that level and uh-huh. every now and again you get a better reward, it's even better. Yes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think. Uh, we've mentioned Ellen a few times. Like, what did she bring to James Cullen, the rally driver? <clears throat> okay, so. uh, well, she came from that, a works background. Uh-huh. Uh, like, she had been with Louise most of her life through Peugeot and Vauxhall and, and uh, then Nissan and all that sort of thing. Like, and, mm-hmm. and that, uh, that person, and our, our personality, I think, was, 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 was huge. Mm-hmm. Great person to get on with. Uh, great on notes, great dictation or timing. And all was excellent. Like it was just natural, mm-hmm. just natural co-driver. She was a great manager in her job, and that transferred to the car. Okay. 
you know, so that that meant that apart from the money, but once you got out to the start of the stage, oh, you had to do you started the rally, yes. like uh-huh. you, you just concentrated on what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else was taken care of. Uh, kept you out of getting involved in things you shouldn't be getting involved in. And mm-hmm. Just that sort of, a, that influence that the really good co-drivers bring uh, uh, as a partnership. Uh-huh. And then it opened, it didn't help, it helped a lot in the UK. Okay. So obviously they went to Shell and a few places like that in the beginning. Uh-huh. It brought uh, a credibility. Okay. Because, the name uh, as she was, yeah, and then if she, you know, the fact that she said, this is what, uh-huh. uh, this guy is not, this guy is fairly good. Um, he knows what he's doing. He's in control of the car, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, I think that helped open the door into Shell and, Mm-hmm. Uh, a few places like that, like, cause, you know, the, uh, that definitely didn't do any harm in a way, like, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and like I say, unfortunately, Ellen passed away then in 2006, yeah. you know, so. Um, but you took a step back from the, the sport too in the, the early 2000s. Um, you came back then in the, the mid noughties and grip in the Evos. Was it good to get mm. back behind the wheel of a car? Had you oh, missed of course it? it is. I, of course you must have, like anybody tells you any difference, tell you like, you know, <laughs> of course you must have. Yes. Like uh, the Nesbitt era arrived, the world cars arrived. Yes. Uh, it was way beyond any way we could think of finding. And then I was offered another opportunity, I was asked by a guy then through Chris Patterson uh-huh. to go and do gravel notes in the World Championship and different rallies for okay, uh, yes. a guy called Yanni Papadermedio, but uh-huh. uh, his main rally was Greece and of course Clash with Donegal. Right. But like I couldn't see myself doing Donegal in a competitive car anyway. Yes. So it took us because we were to go to Argentina, we were to do all these things. Like so, mm-hmm. jumped on that, and for the next eight years, we went around the world doing gravel notes for them and mm-hmm. for other people. And uh-huh. so I've been doing them for Pujo and for Boxall and okay people before that. Like you know, uh-huh. through the time when like I was offered, was offered to drive from Des back in the nineties. As well to drive the Peugeot. Oh, at Desert right? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. At Desert I came to Donegal and they watched. And he, I remember um, telling Ellen what he saw. <laughs> and he backed her up. So it was, I, I know where it was the bottom of Nuckall after we're Austin went off. So we come down to the football field very, very fast. And mm-hmm. he used to turn on right. And he says, Your man came down way deeper. And he says, This is just not on. Got the whole thing set up. Dab the handbrake and away. He says, mm-hmm. That's. That just backed up what you were saying. So, long story short, I was offered the drive, and and uh, Brian Patterson always wasn't what knew about it because he rang me one night about it, and I couldn't say much at that stage. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, the bottom line was it went to the PR people, and they said no, they don't want uh, an Irish guy driving their car in the UK. Right. I'll stop. Right. So that was Des putting his box. Oh. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and then. Uh, can't remember we did. Well, we're still in the pink car in 91. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we moved into the group N car, whatever the story yeah. was. Like, but yes. anyway, that's that's the, mm-hmm. that's that. But uh, that thing in 2000 was the last, you know, that tied in with the offer of going and seeing the world and, uh-huh. and that side of the thing, as yes. well as uh, really we couldn't see a way of getting a car anyway. No, that's going to take crazy money then uh, aye, for a weekend. Aye. Uh, so. aye. And then uh, we end up doing double O in the circuit or something for Reba's birthday. Okay. We hired a car, Terry Harriman or something like that. But long story short, on the way, I end up bought the group, I bought a group N car, then Evo 6, 
of uh, was chatting to Gary Jennings one night in my dairy girl and says, what would they be like? It's a grand mm-hmm. job up there. He says, I want someone for a bit of crack. We want to go out and do a wee, couple of wee rallies again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> someone that's not too dear and keeps you out of the way. So we got the, we bought a six up here and then mm-hmm. they end up getting an eight and we end up getting a nine and we done the right docker rallies up <laughs> yes. to seven. You know, so, uh-huh. And then we stopped. That was our, that was the final encounter then apart from. Uh-huh. Aye, so aye, we'll, we'll look at that then. 2016, um, you had Aiden Caddy, Stephen Sherrod and a few other guys around there, Kenny there. Aye. You know. Ah, it was a good guy. All, all great friends of mine down the years. Like, uh, a lovely from, thing they've done for you. From the Danny Caddy area and, and uh-huh. Stevens, Sir Stevens, a gentleman, like a fantastic yes. worker from rallying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Doherty, a good friend of mine, and I've yes. been doing a bit of gravel notes from Martin and stuff. That got me back out again. I could, uh-huh. You know, I'd stopped. I'd been away altogether for a number of years. I hadn't done anything. It wasn't mm-hmm. near Irish rally. Yes. Uh, and Martin got me convinced to go with him a couple of times so uh started to enjoy the whole thing again and of course right. the wife pulled this thing out of the bag in 2016 like, uh-huh. and, like uh, I, I treasure that like because that uh, is, uh that's from your friends and mm-hmm. uh, they put a huge amount of work on it they got a great response mm-hmm. and uh, uh it's just lovely to be thought about somebody thinks enough of you to go and do Something like that for you. Uh-huh. I like. I think. Uh, I think if you'd have stopped that weekend, that, like, you know. yeah. I think if you'd have stopped that weekend, nearly the people that only go left it in Kai here around. Uh, <laughs> there was such a well, wasn't there? Aye, it was such a and, and uh, one of the things I got out of it, I, you know, it's amazing. It was like a down memory lane for me, obviously. Uh-huh. But the number of people who came up to me during the rally before and afterwards, and it was their memory lane as well. Yes. Because they were come up and talking about, do you remember Donegal and such and such a thing? Do you remember uh-huh. you spun down in such and such a place and we were there and I uh-huh. was in the carway and I remember the circuit and we followed the circuit and we followed this when we were in Killarney and, you know, yes. and these people all turned up in Donegal to come uh-huh. up and shake your hand again. Yes. And um, so that's, you know, there's some way to go out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know. And like, was it an enjoyable experience, like, you know, that Friday morning, Getting you know pulling on the rally set again. Okay. Were you nervous oh. or were you excited or? Uh, I, I I I was very good actually and uh, had enough sense uh, to go this time and just take it all on. Right. Because there was no pressure. Didn't mm-hmm. matter what we did. The uh-huh. main thing was to keep the car going. Mm-hmm. All your mates were every time you came at the servers, the caravan was full. The van was full of people who were having the crack. Uh-huh. And you're able to take in all the good things around rallying mm-hmm. as a hobby yes. and that, that makes you feel good about rallying the atmosphere mm-hmm. the fact you can actually drive a rally car on a closed stage yes. mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. doesn't matter what speed you're doing no you're just doing what you can do you're just real you're reliving the whole thing mm-hmm. and meeting the people and t- taking on the, uh, lots of things like that that you didn't really take when the pressure was on. You were there to do a job. You were there to go. And you were in the moment. Uh, you weren't, you weren't enjoying it. The car would have scared the life out of me. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. 
I guess these, uh, these new escorts are. Gra- apart from that, was grand. Uh, they, I love new escorts now. They're crazy. Ah, uh, they're phenomenal pieces uh, of kit. Like they really are. Like you know. But they really uh, I would be friendly there with Damien Conley, the Dentman. You know, Code Ruby that weekend. Aye, aye. He's, he's telling me that he's been down into not all that for the second pass over it. You know, and yeah, you were sitting with about five or six cars just before it started, and you just turned to him and says. This is probably my last chance to get a good burst over this, you know. Aye, aye. <laughs> and he said it was just such a special moment, aye, you know. So. Aye, and knock no, Allah's knock Allah. Uh-huh. When That's you think down the years, when you sat, sat down waiting to go up to that start line and that iconic uh-huh. piece of road, like it really, up to you get up to Glen Bar, uh-huh. that fast bit of knock Allah is just uh, it's something else about the speed, the lines, uh-huh. everything goes with it. Like, and, and to get to, you know, and it doesn't matter what you drive. Mm-hmm. And you get older, it gets worse. Uh, there's nothing like being. You have to be on a on a stage, right? You know, you can't get up the roads. Not the same thing. You never. Don't get the same you wouldn't. No, no, you wouldn't. I wouldn't even. Uh-huh. Wouldn't even be bothered doing it now. Like you know, yes. even going for a test where there's a closed road, like you know, uh-huh. it's grand. Yes. Uh, but actually, to do the whole thing, helmets, countdown. Uh, proper closed road. Watching you, yes. uh, spectators, uh-huh. everything. Uh, you know, when you're heading in, what about that? Well, I've been close to 60 then, or whatever. You know, to go and do it then. Uh-huh. You know, after 30 something years, whatever it is, like, I don't know, but uh, no, that's, uh, that's uh, a special, special memory. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, if you could if you could go back in time and, you know, say that, you know, to the young James Coleman, 79 or whatever, here's one piece of advice I would offer you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, there's lots of things you would do different, of course. Like you know, uh-huh. but uh, uh, I think at the time, probably one of the things was uh, like to do COC was at the time of it was wrong for me. Right. Uh, the, I should have been concentrating on when when the car would have been more competitive. Right. Uh, concentrating on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, the COC, it give, it give you a different insight into it. Uh, mm-hmm. It give you an insight into what other people put into our sport. Okay. Uh, give you an insight into some of the other not so nice stuff. But it, it was not. I, I met some great friends out of it. Now mm-hmm. I could have. I probably would have been friends with a lot of them through. I've had a state rallying for years anyway as a driver. Okay. But I think that you know. Uh, if you're a driver and you're competitive, it kind of clouds everything. Right. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, that experience and that um, of, of seeing the other side of it mm-hmm. definitely it, it definitely stands by you too. Like of course and, it does. Yeah, uh, but that was probably the, the, and, the, and, the right and, thing at the and, wrong time. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I and it's an, it gives you a, a real indication of what competitors take for granted a lot of times, mm-hmm. as the amount of people. And what certain people, what the time and effort they put in, like you know, mm-hmm. it's all for nothing. It's all, yeah. it's all for our for competitors' benefits, like uh-huh. you know. But if you're uh, if you're analysing it as as a career or not, you know, it was the, it, it was the wrong time to do that. Uh-huh. Yes. I would have been better coming doing that then and coming back yes. thirty years later. I'm doing your COC then. Uh, I'm doing your COC, but then, like uh-huh. you know, but uh, uh-huh. uh, I must get into a world car, like you know, uh-huh. under those. Mm-hmm. Super, like I, I've sat in a number of them, I've been testing on them, yes, with guys and uh, something on them. But I've uh, 
never I never got the opportunity to drive one. So you know, loved to been about in that era from two thousand through while you were still while I, you were still I, capable of going quick. You know, yes, and you're at your peak could, uh, before you get too old and too slow, like mm-hmm. to make a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's what's the one car that you look back on and say that was as good as it got? You know, ah, there there only is one car. This one, this is the first car ever you had, I suppose. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh but to step onto a full house BDA, right? That's everything that a rally car is supposed to be, uh-huh. and it has brought generations of people into rallying. Mm-hmm. Still is. Yes, uh, and to this day, uh-huh. I, to this day, the Subaru runs at a, a close second. Mm-hmm. Uh, even to hear, like, um, we used to be out in John Boyle's garage nights and we're down for the chat from the crack, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, we used to just start the car to hear it going. <laughs> well, that's what we were like, yes, first and foremost, like, you know, uh-huh. and we actually, we actually had one, yes. Aye, that was uh, like, this is this is yours. <laughs> and you would walk around and we'd down and we'd spend uh-huh. spend down that old coil garage and we'd be found there at nights chatting yes. about rallying and uh-huh. stuff like that. Like you know, but uh, no, that mm-hmm. that carry drive was was everything that was good about rally cars. Mm-hmm. And it won the Donegal Rally the previous year. And it had won the Donegal Rally. Just uh, <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> I, I won a good few rallies and I won eight or nine or ten rallies, but I never uh-huh. won any. But, you know, yes. Sligo was a big one. We won. Uh-huh. Used to be get rallies then single stages to call them like you know. Oh yes, yes. yes. I'm uh-huh. sure there was fantastic rivalry up here with Boner and James oh, McGee, yeah. John Connors. Uh-huh. And there were like the big ones in Mulford and the big ones in Val now, but you see the ones up here like remember the one down Carnell part of the stage and ah scrap free. <laughs> I could, I could. Every one of the years knew the road so well. Uh, it was uh, just a grand prix for us, and it was the uh, talk of Donny Letter Kenny and voices for weeks before, before, it, before after weeks before, <laughs> like, it was just, and you got a practice run, and then was on the stage three times, right? Uh-huh. Which we didn't need no practice run. No. So you had <laughs> a fair idea where you're going. You didn't know your way around Carnhill <laughs> and down around there. Yes, you may have, you may have a good hope that way for the week before it as well. Uh, uh, <laughs> No, sir. There were there, no, there are lots of lots of great memories. Like, and, and uh, I actually well, <laughs> actually forgot there. I actually sat on with James Reid a few times oh, and went yes. on to uh-huh. I, on those early days and went uh-huh. on into yes, compete and, against uh, then him. I compete against him and uh-huh. ah, sort of, yeah. and like uh, probably to know, yeah. a fantastic character. Ah, oh, he definitely. Everybody so, speaks uh, so highly of James. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Character like and rallying was full of so many of them, mm-hmm. and it was great to be part of that era. Yes, uh, you know, and those like, people, you know, no matter what age you are, what like that, well, that era of Irish rallying will stand up to any other mm-hmm. era. I know, yes, we're going through a golden era at the minute. We know these are fives, like, they've changed the complexion of the sport again, mm-hmm. and the competitive but, rallying and all that, mm-hmm. too. But the, the you know, that 90s into the 2000s was just something I, else, wasn't it? It was our era. Uh, it was different, uh, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it gave us lots of good days, lots of bad days. <laughs> and but the good days. I was just to say that we said that we want to just remember the good days because they're scarce enough in rallying. It's very true words. It's about how come the bills come the following week? So believe me, that's yes, right. even the good days, the bills still come. I know, <laughs> but the really bad days can be yeah. down now. And, uh-huh. it, that that hasn't changed. No. Uh-huh. You know, even the best, like if you want to want something badly enough, and 
you put so much into it, and, and car and drivers are all all the same. Like it's mm-hmm. that's what they want to win, and there's owners and there's people who do. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's plenty of bad days and sad stories and mm-hmm. ups only, and mm-hmm. that's that's the sport. But that's what makes the sport, isn't it? Like, that's the one. That is the one. And like you know, you were so lucky. You had some very loyal sponsors throughout the years. I'm thinking the likes of Tony Kelly. We've mentioned there four Lincolns. Mm-hmm. You know your brother George. Like that. The, you know, them guys all made such a difference, you know, Drifter Shoe, another one there. Aye, and then Vincey and Calvin came on board, uh-huh. like, and was there for years and years, like, uh-huh. Tony was the obviously the first one, and mm-hmm. he was still in your last uh, he, he started his own. He started his own business in 81, uh-huh. and so that's the year he came on board with the, the rally car, like, you know. Yes. A uh-huh. uh, couple of years in that, then Frank came on board with the Four Lanterns, and mm-hmm. he was there till, till he passed away, or till he stopped, like, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, yeah. A bunch of wheeling come on somewhere and around that era, mm-hmm. and was there for ten or twelve years or something like that. You know, of, of that era, and th- those three were the three. And then mm-hmm. when when Shell UK were going strong, like when David Thomas was in charge, there was yes, that was that was, uh, that was the four boys, and that was the that was the foundations, and and off we went. If we could build on that, then we were going. Ah, you you had a good platform to go from there. Yeah, you, you had the platform to go up to you uh-huh. know, up up to a certain level, like but it's just mm-hmm. it got beyond. You know, it got beyond uh, the money that local business could sustain. Yes, uh-huh. to put into international rally. Like, ah, you're you going up corporate then, weren't you? you know, ah, you're going up against right. bigger players, bigger bigger mm-hmm. everything like that, yes. and and um, mm-hmm. the guys were still. It's funny, they're only local businesses, like at the end of the day, but yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that loyalty, like and from. And, and it wasn't just me that supported it supported lots of other mm-hmm. uh, events and rallying and other sporting events and all that sort of thing like you were just uh, great people to be around mm-hmm. that I, loyalty and, and that whole um, we're in it all in it together type of thing like you know yes. and they all got the buzz out of the good days and Mm-hmm. They, they, they get the left of the highs, uh, they get the highs <laughs> so, of the high too. They got the highs and the lows and uh-huh. all that sort of thing too. Like so, no, that was mm-hmm. uh, it was a great, a good time, great time. Yes. I have to say. Yeah. Well, James, uh, I like to just say, you know, like it's been an absolute pleasure to have this chat with you again this evening. Like you know, always say never meet your heroes, but like I've met you now a few times. That every time I come away, I just you know, I just like, just like, brings it home to me why I love rallying so much. You know, it's just mm-hmm. the passion. This, you know the, the enthusiasm it's all there isn't it and that's just you know that's what it's to me what it's all about isn't it it's just the, the fun and the, the competitiveness of it obviously too you know so but it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you thank you for your kind remarks and i hope it just didn't dry down didn't bore too many people oh god no uh, like i just say uh, the passion's there like and you know that's what it doesn't matter rich poor mm-hmm. quick slow not so quite for, and yeah. for the crack whatever like mm-hmm. uh the people who put on the show, yeah. from the organisers, people and the people who drive down the stages and put, risk it all to put on yes. the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, passion is a very good word. Uh, I can I can and, see that, and, and and we're all athletes. Like, that's you know. Yeah, and like, yeah. As I say, I can see that that sparkle in the eye. Like I think if somebody would come along and give you an escort for a, a rally that was on next week, you'd be jumping into here again. Yeah, you know. So. I, of course you would. Now you might get a wild wake up call like. A, <laughs> Somebody said to me the last day, I said, how long there, Jesus, would you ever get into one of them? I'm never mind it. I don't want them again. <laughs> I was down looking at, uh, I think it was uh, Kyle McGettigan's escort to the oh, last day there. And that's just an absolute yes. picture. Like, but, ah, uh, mm-hmm. 
How would you get out? How would you get in? How would you even get? How would you get out of? You know, you'll get in somewhere. Uh, uh, Historic ones there with a lower cage on them and stuff like that. Maybe you could. So, James, as I say, thank you very much, and take care, and we'll chat to you soon. Pleasure. God bless. That was James Collin and myself, Kevin Glendinning, talking about it. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. And if you're, can you please like and share it across, across all social media platforms? And if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, can you please rate the broadcast? It would be greatly appreciated. Until the next time, take care and speak soon. Bye-bye.